When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And I'm your host, Craig Fay. And today we are joined by our guest. Hi, I'm Diana McCullough. Yes! And we are covering Batman and Robin. <laughs> I'm an expert in the field. Yeah, That's apparently. We, we had to have you on. Like, literally before we even announced that we were going to have a guest on, somebody tweeted at us, like, well, you're having Diana on, right? <laughs> and then it got so many likes. I've got a brand. Uh, uh. I've, got, I've got big shoes to fill. They're my own shoes? So it's weird? <laughs> Big explanation. I, uh, I hope I don't let people down with my continuing love of Batman and Robin. Well, and I mean, for the, and I, I feel like a lot of people might know this story already, but like always, we like to ask a guest uh, when they come on, what's your relationship with this movie? I mean, I don't even think there's really a story uh, for people who don't know. I have a superhero podcast, so I like superhero <laughs> movies. It's a thing I like, but this was like my main superhero yes. movie. I watched this a lot. I had all the toys. I had all the cars. I had all the motorcycles. I saw this movie a bunch. I used to know all the words. I was kind of sad when I watched it this time. I watched it this time and I didn't remember all the lines and I was kind of disappointed in myself. Um, I love this movie. Dude, I'm shook. I'm, I'm shook. Is. I get it. And I'm going to disagree. <laughs> hey, no, no. I can love something and not think it's good. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. Guys, all right. guys. You know what? It's yeah. not all, you know what? It's kind of good. Uh, <laughs> I can I can genuinely defend this movie, and I genuinely enjoy it. And I don't know. And I'll I'll be I'll be kind of honest. Like fifty percent of it is Chris O'Donnell super hot, and then the rest of it is just like fun Batman sixty six vibes. Okay, okay, I can see that. He gets wet three times. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys track that? Like, I did not. <laughs> I just tried I to track all like the puns. The melted ice cream. And that was like a, that was a weird one. The melt, yeah, the melted ice cream. Because oh, I that's ice cream. Yeah, yes. Mr. Freezes. Oh, I never really thought what that goo was. No, it was ice cream. Look at me learning. There's new things to learn every the, time you, you watch. You gotta keep watching this movie ten more times. <laughs> uh, I kept yeah. trying to write down what his superpower would have been if that affected him in oh. a super. Or way, you know oh, what I mean? uh, like the Joker falling in the vat of yeah, that. of yeah, course. Yeah, that's yeah. how all vil- I feel like that's how most villains start is you fall into a vat of something, yeah, and then you come out, and then all of a sudden, you know, like <laughs> I don't know, nobody can keep a hold of you. You yeah. always end up on the ground. I don't know what that superpower would be <laughs> to be ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. You can touch somebody with lactose intolerance <laughs> yeah. and they die. I have no idea. Mm, there's a lot of um, possibilities there. Yeah. It's a tough one. I mean, I feel like maybe you would just be Doc Mr. Freeze. Yeah, that might be it too. <laughs> That's actually how he was created. He fell into you're a vat of like Mr. cryo. Freeze. You'd be Mr. Freeze, but you'd actually be, melt when you yeah. leave your little suit thing. Yeah, yeah. I'd be Mr. Freeze, but with diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> or you give diabetes. I don't know what you do. 
Uh, so the plot of this movie, so much as it exists, uh, I, I guess basically it is, it is what? Like, what would you Diana, say? Diana, can you take it away? <laughs> I'm going to let you take it away because I, I don't think either away. of us are qualified <laughs> enough. Mr. Freeze wants diamonds to fund his research to save his wife. Poison Ivy wants to basically kill humanity because she's like, nature's better. Right. And Batman and Robin are having trust issues. Right. <laughs> that was <laughs> the perfect way to describe That's that a, That is tight. That was the most succinct. Wow. You just threw... <laughs> okay, yeah. That's like the elevator speech uh, for this movie. <laughs> yes. But also knowing that it's Batman and Robin, knowing that people are hitting that door open button as you're doing it. Like, that's how quickly you need to get through <laughs> that. Like, <laughs> let me tell you about Batman and Robin. No, 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 no. Before you go, before you having trust. I'm starting to think these buttons don't do anything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that you're I will. Trapped, you're trapped in my jigsaw-like yeah, yeah. game where you have to listen to me pitch Batman and Robin too. Uh, so my take on this movie is it is bad, everybody. <laughs> it is. It is not good. I'm uh, leaving. Um, it has we, 11 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It is so bad. 11. Do you know how many times I had to review it to get it that high? <laughs> <laughs> really had to bring up the attitude. Oh, God. So fucking funny. <laughs> oh, it took that's hours. Really Diana has like a thousand different IMDb accounts. Yeah. Uh, Once a week, I just gotta log in again to give it another ten. <laughs> Come on, guys, it's not that bad. Uh, I watched this movie and rewatching it, I was like, you know what? There are points in this movie where if you just like turn off the brain and relax and kind of let it wash over mm, you, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. not that bad. And then they would do something <laughs> so stupid, it would pull you right out of that again. Like, like you know how you're like, it, this is this is my experience watching this movie. It's kind of like sitting in the dentist chair and like getting a teeth tooth full uh, filled, right? Okay. And you're like, this is I'm kind of numb. Mm-hmm. I can still sort of feel this, right? Yeah. Like there's like that pain that's through the whole thing and then all of a sudden they just hit a nerve and you're like ah <laughs> that is watching this movie oh god it what is would, what would you say was the nerve what was the worst part for you Ooh. Yeah, oh yeah hit that's me with t- your worst part that's a tough question to answer well uh for me and I, maybe you can explain this better because maybe this isn't a plot hole. Okay. Maybe <laughs> no, it's not. No guarantees. Maybe it is not, but I could oh. not. <laughs> it pulled me out of its hole because I could not understand because Mr. He needs these diamonds to power his machine mm-hmm. to hold the city ransom mm-hmm. because he's like, I'm going to freeze you all if you don't <laughs> pay the money. Why didn't he just sell those diamonds? <laughs> a brilliant, a way more brilliant. I, I just want to hear me out. Okay. Hear me out. Diamonds, yes. big diamonds. Yeah. I don't know how much big diamonds are worth. Like well, a hundred million? Yeah, like a, a ton of money, some of these. <laughs> if he, they were real, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, if they yeah. were real. He needs, as he says in his own words, billions for yeah. his research. Mm-hmm. I don't know what his research entails. <laughs> he needs, do you know how much a billion dollars is? I mean, it's disease research is pretty expensive. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to get behind Mr. Freeze on this, where really his motivation, what he really wants is just publicly funded medical research, which is... Oh, no, is... 100%. I'm with him on a lot of this shit, honestly. I am with him on a lot of it, but there was a moment where I was looking, especially when they build the machine, that and is... they're looking at like a hundred hu- diamonds the size of my fist, yeah. easily larger, and not look at that and go, this might be enough money to do what you want to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it... The only thing I ever could think of was that those diamonds weren't worth, worth a enough. billion dollars or yeah. like he couldn't 
And also they're kind of like unfenceable. It's like if you try to fence like the the diamonds the the queen owns, what are those called? Uh, the crown jewels. Crown jewels. You can't yeah. fence the crown jewels. No one can buy those. Everyone like, knows what they are and they know very famous see. diamonds are yeah. unfencible. You can only really just sell them back for insurance or for whoever owns mm-hmm, them as a ransom. Mm-hmm. So if you steal a big diamond, you're like, this is worth a lot. I can't turn that into money unless I do something with it, like build a giant laser. <laughs> So you just got to build a giant laser sometimes. I guess so. I guess a laser so. that makes cold. Very un- unconventional. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, not actually. Oh, science me up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, science me. Science me. Uh, to get to really, really low temperatures, uh, actually what you have to do is, um, because like heat is basically just like an atom moving back and forth, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so like to get it like close to like absolute zero, which is basically the uh, the atom stops moving at all and it just like dissolves into like, nothing that's super weird um but like you do have to hit it with like small laser pulses and basically what you're doing is like you know if you're on a swing like picture it like a swing like you're swinging back and forth and if you push on like the off swing it like actually slows you down right oh, so that's Jesus. what they're doing with like super quick laser pulses to stop uh, the atoms from vibrating back and forth and it like effectively cools it so that in the weird way, is uh, actually kind of plausible in this universe. Perfect movie. Uh, <laughs> that is perfect movie. But, I can't but with, believe you just... That's crazy. But with that in mind, can I tell you the one thing that... I was, I was struggling to come up with the one thing that bothered me the most about uh, this yeah. movie, and I think I landed on this. So uh, we also mentioned... Oh, I forgot to mention Bane is in this. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, he's, he's an afterthought. Hulk he's Bane. an afterthought. Uh is when he's being created, mm-hmm. um, this the mad scientist, I don't even care what his name is, uh, is know. is talking about how he created Bane, and he goes, by simply drilling three concentric circles in his skull, and this pissed me off <laughs> so much, because he clearly has three different pipes going into his skull mm-hmm. at different locations to deliver his venom. Concentric literally means same center. It, the concentric circles would be circle inside circle inside circle. And it is such a small thing to get right. And it just shows that this is, they were like, what about circles? What's the thing about circles? Round, too simple. Concentric? Sure, let's not even look up what that means. That's the thing that bothered me the most of this movie. And it's all downhill from there. That is... <laughs> That is very on brand for the thing yeah. that would bother you, Craig Fay, the most yeah. about this movie. I love that in that same scene, you're not mostly bothered by the very racist array of villains. Uh, on, oh yeah, that's true. Up on the ca- yeah, up on that the is catwalk, racist. who are who are auctioning off the the venom. Just just an array of the most racist stereotypes you could ever have up there. I think one woman though, so good for them. Good for them. Oh, ooh, no, 1997 I, I, diversity, everybody. I, I have another one. I have another one. Oh, okay. okay. Um, so um, uh, our, our lady friend, our the niece that comes in, Barbara. Barbara. Um, she, uh, Alfred doesn't want her to ride a motorcycle, but then gives her the ability to fight crime like two scenes later, and it's like, I knew you were gonna look at this. Here's your suit. Like what the. That's such a tone shift. That one is weird. (laughs) Yes, I found one. (laughs) I couldn't tell if maybe he was just like playing the character of protective uncle before Um, Barbara knew they were Batman and Robin. uh, And once like, once the shield mm -hmm. came down, like, yeah, we all love thrills. Yes. (laughs) Also, I'm pretty sure Alfred's pretty used to not being listened to. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I suppose so. But that was one thing where I was like, it's, 
your size like it's yeah. your suit I was mostly so... i feel like Vil- alfred might be the villain for making his niece a suit with like nipple indents in it dude those suits and like, a tight what? butt the the, <laughs> the ken the kendall crotches mm-hmm. are madness to me the amount more than the nipples more, yes actually I, I don't know why but like that whole and they really want you to notice it like this is there's really, prolonged uh, shots yes, uh, yes. Of of every enough, suit this is even toned down in batman forever the crotches were bigger no yeah if you look at photos of the batman forever suits there was there was more crotch mm. no like the bulge more was bigger because <laughs> yeah. we, I mean, we watched uh, this movie and said we need uh, more crotch for this movie they're like we want nipples they're like mm. gotta tone down the crotch yeah <laughs> it's a give and take in it's this world of the yeah. schumacher Batman movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Should we talk about the villain? I suppose so. Oh god. Okay. I guess. Uh, I guess we can. Uh, thank so you, Diane. The, <laughs> thank you for keeping us a uh, good producer here. Uh, so producer obviously, guest, I do it all. So the, <laughs> I guess the obvious the villains are uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Freeze, Freeze and Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy. And Bane to a certain extent. Yeah, but Bane is so much of an after. You know he's what I mean? He's a henchman. He's a henchman. Bane is a victim, really. Right, he, he's, really. A, he's a serial killer before he becomes Bane so I don't feel super bad for him but yeah he's basically yeah. is just but, and we don't have zombie. we don't have that knowledge in this movie necessarily do we? I mean he was in prison yeah I maybe he wasn't in, guilty I don't know in this movie they don't tell us anything yeah right yeah, so he's just kind of like really an afterthought yeah and I, I remember weirdly watching this movie for the first time <coughs> and really hating what they did with Bane uh, oh, it is super annoying as a as a comic book fan. Yeah, it's like because Bane is such a cool character, but honestly, the aesthetics of him, how he looks in this, didn't bother me as much this time through. I was like, oh yeah, that's actually a pretty good take. No, on yeah, Bane. I think so. Honestly, yeah. it's you, uh, true to like the when you watch it, uh, the animated series, like it's a yeah. little more that vibe than Dark the most Knight recent Rises. one, where you're like, who. Who's this supposed to be? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What is this? I just wish that he was smart and not like the... Um, yeah, because Bane's a real smart guy. They, right. they really mm. fell into the stereotype of like muscles equals dumb. Right. Yeah. They they leaned into a lot of stereotypes of this movie. <laughs> what? Uh, but yeah, who do you who do you want to defend? Who do you think is the most defensible villain here? Um, for what? I mean, Poison Ivy. You think she's the most defensible? Oh, yeah, 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 I would for go sure. freeze the whole way. Okay, I'm close. team freeze. They're both I think pretty I'm, close. I think I'm. I gotta go with Ivy. On this. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I, with Ivy just because, like, I don't want humanity to get killed by mm, climate change. Mm-hmm. But if we do, we deserve it. <laughs> I think Poison Ivy is like, yeah, she's got a great point. And more so every year that passes. Like, this was 97. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now yeah. in 2019, we're like, we need poison ivy. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. And I, I will also point this out. Uh, the, the I think, only scene that she has with Bruce Wayne, she comes up and hands him a report being like, this is the ways in which you can stop Wayne Corp from polluting and admitting toxins into the earth. And Bruce just goes... <laughs> We can't do that. And like throws it away. Oh, yeah. That's D- vicious. That part, especially, that hasn't aged well no, at all. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, her, and, and she has like no ulterior motive in that scene. That isn't like, I'm going to use my pheromones. No, that, no, She's no. genuinely like, I'm going to give this billionaire who's polluting the world a chance to do the right thing with a very mm-hmm. well thought out scientific dissertation. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, nah. But here, come to my fundraiser. Okay, here's here's the only point where I turn on her because I do agree that she is the most defensible villain. I believe until about 
halfway or three quarters of the way through the movie. And then she just starts, I feel becoming a bad person where it's like, it's not even just about the mission anymore. It's like, Oh, well I'm going to kill miss, uh, freeze's wife. Mm -hmm. Like there's little side shit where I'm like, she is not a very good feminist. Yeah. She's not a good feminist. (laughs) Oh no, (laughs) certainly not. Uh, yeah, not a good feminist, (laughs) but she does side things that are unnecessary and just kind of evil to her character. Whereas I believe like, uh, the, my, my freeze man, he's just, he, he's in love. He's in love. He's trying to get research for his wife. These people have been pushing him down. The man is coming down on him. Okay. And he's just trying to make shit happen for him. Now, Freeze does kill a whole lot more people than Boys and Ivy does. That was my objection to Mr. Freeze. <laughs> yeah. And like right out the gate. Yeah. Right. His first bank robbery, his first museum robbery, all those security guards that he froze are dead. Yes. Every yeah, henchman is feel like if I never see them die, did they die? <laughs> I yeah, mean, because like got a lot of these minutes. people have 11 minutes to get on Thawd. <laughs> and since I didn't see them 11 minutes later, I can assume that these people are still alive. I love the hard 11 minute rule. It's solid. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah and I'm life. sure everyone's metabolism is exactly the same. Exactly. The same. Same, exactly We're all fine in 11 minutes. Um, what I like about Ivy, though, is I like that we meet her before she gets like murdered and reborn as Poison Ivy. Yes. Mm-hmm. She is an incredibly moral person before she's murdered. Yes. She's like, I just want to do nature. I think I have legitimate funding. And as soon as she finds out the bad guy who lives in her back room mm-hmm. is doing shady shit, she's like, I'm going to tell the police. And she does that weird acting that she does. Oh, she is <laughs> not a good actor in this. It's over. It's the, but very poor. That's got to be like stylistic. Like that had to be a choice. That's not Uma Thurman, right? Oh, yeah. that was her. Yeah, that was her choice. Like she will also, but Joel Schumacher before like every take would be like, remember everyone, we're making a cartoon. That was the direction he gave every oh. person acting. And I think only George Clooney didn't take the note. Um, everyone else is like, okay, we're in a cartoon. Yeah. Well, that actually that actually puts this movie into it. It makes a lot more sense when you but say it, that. And and I and that's the thing about this movie. I saw what they were going for, and I was just like, it just none of it works. Oh, I think it, I actually genuinely. I know we're joking a lot. I think genuinely a lot of it's really fun. Especially my favorite part is the opening uh, museum robbery. Oh yeah. Just mm. Ice skates in the boots. Whole bunch of puns. Dinosaur shit. I think that is my funnest sequence of the Batman film. I mean, sure. and that that immediately put me off it because I was like, this is like, because it starts with like the back and forth quip about like the girls like the car and like all that kind of stuff is like mm-hmm. Batman and Robin are going. And I, I it also bothers me that there is a dinosaur in the Gotham Museum of Art. That, that dinosaur <laughs> is <laughs> Gotham Museum. Uh, I'm like, it's got art, it's got dinosaurs, I'd be fine. But they specifically said Gotham Museum of Art. It just, again. It's these small details that bothered me. No, there some are some things stylistically in this movie that I did love. Like there are, True. I, there are moments where I'm like, I can totally get what you were trying to do with this. Stylistically, I actually like it. I'm like, this is, I, and I do like the campiness of it and that yeah, sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, whoever wrote this did it wrong. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like I don't mind if I'm watching a super uh, superhero movie where it's like, okay, we're super campy or we're super over the top or it's like really like colorful or these characters are crazy. But the ones that would pull me out of it, like uh, 
you're gonna hate me so much. I could not stand Robin. I could not stand him. I I didn't like him as a character, a person, uh, an actor. I hated all of it. Uh, there were pe- I think it was the people that didn't maybe play it up enough. I guess I can get behind that. Yeah, Robin, Batman, and Batgirl aren't playing it up a whole lot. The, no. the, the good guys aren't playing up the movie the bad guys are in. Yeah, and also, mm, at, yeah, at what point, point was it necessary to make this movie over two hours? Is it over two hours? It's oh. over two hours. Felt, felt unless I watch the wrong fucking version no, again. No, there's no God other. damn it. <laughs> I can guarantee you there's no other version yeah, yeah. of Batman and Robin. This I movie's like over that. two hours. It's like two, it's right no, around two hours. This. Let's say that. This is the exact movie I wanted to make. <laughs> if you're making a, something that's supposed to be a cartoon, to me, that should be an hour and a half. I yep. If this movie that. was an hour and a half, I think I would have liked it a lot more. Batman Forever is also two hours. Joel Schumacher likes long movies, I guess. And one thing I love about this movie is that it's the only movie I've ever heard of. He finished two weeks early. <laughs> when do you ever hear Whoa. about a movie oh. wrapping early? <laughs> yeah, because he started watching it and he was like, well, we can tie yeah, a bow yeah. on this turd. <laughs> like, We're done. Well, this ship it is... Out. Perfect. <laughs> no need to do two more weeks of work on this. Done. Um, one thing that does get me, though, about this is it is really campy. It is. It, but the villains that they have chosen for this movie mm-hmm. in a better movie are so interesting. They're yes. interesting and they do work well together. They like, do. Yes. Freeze mm-hmm. hates humanity except for his wife and Poison Ivy wants Mother Nature to rule. It actually makes total sense as a villain team up. Well, I, I, even now where you're like Poison Ivy who wants to defend the earth and mm-hmm. Mr. Freeze who wants to cool things down in the face of global warming, that's a great pair up, right? Uh, but also even just Poison Ivy's motivation of like, and they hint on it a, a little bit here where uh, she's, kind of rebelling against toxic masculinity in a in like in a because like her her super her boss or her mad scientist coworker or whatever is like trying to like kind of convince her to like come over to his side before he kills her yeah. and he's like oh come on baby like and he's like hitting on her and like trying to like kiss her and stuff and then her reaction to that after she gets murdered is that she is a poisonous kiss and she seduces you and, and mm. kills you, which is like this uh, this this rejection of that kind of like workplace sexual harassment kind of like. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, it is wonderful. He tried to force himself on her. She said no when he killed her and then she kills him with the thing that he was trying to exactly. force on her. Exactly, yeah. Uh, and like I just feel like that aspect of it could play so much better in a movie now, especially ah, one where they're yeah. not like, um, <laughs> you know, dressed up in neon and like jumping around. Well, in the thing, I don't think the neon's the problem. No, no, no like, I don't the think the neon's the problem. The lack of subtlety for that kind of story might be the problem. Yeah. But yeah, there's yeah. definitely something along the lines of like, you only die if you try to take from her what she doesn't want to give. Right. Like, that's mm-hmm. a cool idea. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. The, although I will say about the scene, I... The the thing that pulled me out of this that I didn't like about it is that she is the only person I've seen that was a villain or superhero that came out and was like, I know immediately what all my powers are. Uh, I know what I'm made of. I know how this works. And I'm like, that? I don't know. I can't. Well, And, and that's the other thing. Like, in a better movie, we find out 
like I, I normally these do we like watch her the slow discovery of, of like what can I do, what can I do, how does this work? There's none of that. She comes out and she knows exactly she's up to speed. Like, it is weird. She awakens with the power of exposition of like <laughs> I, I, I am also, a woman of the planet. I could do this now. My blood is aloe. My skin mm. is chlorophyll. Yeah, <laughs> like, your skin would be green, but okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, and how um, do you know that? You got a chemistry set down she there. Could like feel, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> she could feel it. Yeah. The plants feel were talking it. as they were bringing her back to life. Like, yeah. all right, so what we're gonna do? We're gonna mm. give you a facelift with chlorophyll. We're gonna fit. We're gonna replace your blood. They just yeah. like the plants had a say in yeah. how they were going to rebirth her. Yeah, yeah you think I, aloe in your blood would cool you down a little bit though? <laughs> huh? You think it could calm you? She's supposed to have a soothing effect. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Great aloe skin. in your blood would just be like molasses. It's so thick. Yeah, it, it is. Be. It would it not is be very good. thick. Yeah, her blood pressure would just be. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's also she also died and, and was eaten by the earth, so mm. I'm going to give her that. But even even Dr. Freeze, I would have loved to see his character's journey rather than this is what happened to Mr. Freeze. Yeah. Or Dr. Freeze. I keep Mr. Freeze is the freezy. Mr. Uh, Freeze. No, no. He's Mr. Freeze the villain, but he is a doctor. Oh, okay. He, That's why I keep getting confused. He then. removed the doctorate from his name when yeah. he went evil for unknown reasons. They mentioned in this, by the way, he is a Nobel Prize winner. Yeah. And an Olympic decathlete. <laughs> Which is why he's so jacked. Yeah. yeah, and an immigrant, certainly. He has accomplished <laughs> a lot in his life. He was a huge loss to the community when he fell in that vat of cryo. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They should have, even still, they should have been like, you know what? We're going to keep funding you. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird that everyone just gave up on him when he fell into that vat of yeah. cryo. And they're like, mm. well, you're weird looking now. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. We're out. <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to interact with a lot of other people because I have to be kept at like sub-zero temperatures. So just put me in my lab and I'll do the work. Like just. He would be the mm. greatest employee. I'm, I'm going to be pretty dedicated to this. Yeah. To he this. still just wants his wife to come back to life. Like he's just going to work all day, every day. Just give him some funding, Bruce. Yeah. Just give him some goddamn money. He can cure even more of McGregor syndrome. Cure Alfred in a year when he gets stage two. Yeah. That also bothered me about uh, Poison Eye when she like, we were just talking about that, but when she produces the thing, he's just like, oh, like whatever. We're holding a fundraiser for the botanical gardens. That's the same thing to you, I'm sure. What the fuck? Yeah, Bruce Wayne has a very like, but I am doing this, <laughs> yeah. which isn't helping at all. No, and also you were already funding somebody. He got, he was crazy. This person is now, and she's told, he is now removed from the situation. You can help us today. Take this, Take help this, us out. Do it. No, none of that. None of that. Bruce is actually quite. Bruce is a dick. Bruce is a dick for a lot of this movie. And I feel like there's an argument you can make for kind of every Batman movie, which is. An argument that I've seen people make online that I kind of agree with, which is if you are currently a billionaire, you're evil. Yes, of course, of course, of course. Yes, because I a, absolutely agree with that. A billion dollars is so much. Like, you don't need it. Even if you have to make Batmobiles and all this shit, you don't need a billion dollars. Mm -hmm. So even if you give a lot to charity, if you still have a billion dollars, you haven't done enough. You haven't, especially if you're Batman. Mm -hmm. Well, and, yes, and, and like you look at sort of, it's a kind of arrogant move to be Batman when you think about it. <laughs> <you're> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that whole thing's built on just like, I'm going to have so many toys. Uh, I'm going to have so many toys. I'm going to do so much more than the police could ever do. Yeah, it's like, how about just like fund 
oh, things yeah. in Gotham. What too. was that ice think, one they had? The the ice with the um, what do they call those? They're normally on water. Oh, the zambonis. No. Oh, the uh, oh the the hovercraft, the uh, fan boat, <sighs> the fan. Oh, boat. Yeah, I had that fan boat. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> of course you did. Speaking of, this movie is a toy commercial. Yes. Oh yes, my yes, god. Yes, yes, yes. It's oh, yes. so. I'm I'm so. I know we still do that, but I'm so glad that movies pulled back a bit from that. Oh yeah, this is 100% like even I think Joel, like the director and Chris O'Donnell, like there's a ton of interviews with like Chris O'Donnell especially because he is the only one that did like two movies. He's like, yeah, Batman Forever felt like a movie and this was just a very long toy commercial. Yeah, yeah for sure. They Mr. even like Freeze's- mention that at points where it's like, oh, you're just an action figure and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, that's literally. This is, this is a crazy tiny thing that annoyed me as someone who bought all the toys from this movie. Mm-hmm. Poison Ivy does have a line that says, I'm a lover, not a fighter. That's why every Poison Ivy action figure comes complete with him and it's Bane. There was no Bane Poison Ivy toy set. Oh, that's too bad. You couldn't buy it despite it being a line from the film about how they came together in a package. Wow. I was actually what wondering a, about that. What yeah. a missed yeah. marketing opportunity. Of course. Absolutely. You could have had Diana's cash and <laughs> Diana alone, I have to assume. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I imagine this movie made tons in terms of like toys. In toys, I think it did fine. It actually didn't do very well at the box office. No? It was, I could see that. It was Warner Brothers best for that year, but like box office wise for other big blockbusters that year, it didn't do very well. Uh, yeah. I mean, fourth in the series and like. People saw forever. Like. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's it's done, but yeah, I just I really wanted a movie where any of those villains got fleshed out with their motivations because because they had good yeah they had great no, motivations. It's a great yeah like a Nolan movie with Freeze or Poison Ivy is like an Oscar winner again like the Joker movie like, yeah like Nolan's Joker movie not Joaquin Phoenix's Joker movie yeah yeah um, yeah 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 like they're so interesting they're so compelling they have such good backstories of like we were good people bad things happened to us and now no one wants to help us. Yes. Yeah. We were, yeah. That's it exactly. They that's were so incredibly compelling. wonderful doctors before they had these terrible accidents happen to them. Mm-hmm. And now they just want to still kind of help people, but they're going the wrong way about it. But like you could help them if you really wanted to. Yeah. For but these are, both of them. these are the, the sort of people that are left behind when, you know, you're dressing as a bat and running around. Because <laughs> you're not funding the right research and that sort of thing. But like, yeah, at no point did Bruce like, come to fight even though he knew who he was after he watched like Mr. Freeze's backstory on his little camera he was like he never was like do you need some help with your wife is she mm-hmm. although we she can, was presumed dead yeah so he's just stealing diamonds but like yeah it's uh I don't know this is one of the one of the Batman movies that I watch where I go no one should live here <laughs> every time they cut out and they panned like the city or whatever I'm like this Every building, every single building in Gotham looks like a villain's lair. Like yeah. every single one of them. I will say, like aesthetically, the one thing I really did like is the whole like um, Atlas theme of Gotham in this, where it's like the observatory is like that big statue yeah. of the guy holding the telescope up, and there's the bridge that's like on Atlas's shoulders. Mm-hmm. Like I loved that aesthetic for Gotham City. That oh yeah, but it's really scary. Cool. It's oh a for scary, sure, scary, scary purple place yeah. that needs to be left. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I, well, I, what I really want to know is like, what is this street crime like on, on Gotham? Like. Is this just like, oh, yeah, occasionally, like, we get a Joker that blows through town uh, and that happens. But that's, like, out on the suburb. Like, you know, that's, like, downtown. We don't, as long as you don't go down there at night, you're fine. Like, you know, like, is it is Gotham a livable city for people? Maybe on the outside. Maybe it's the opposite. Maybe just, like, 
Yeah, the more you... Well, no, that I wouldn't be the I think it's definitely an area sectioned off because there's like gangs. Like We've seen several gangs. Like yeah. Poison Ivy runs into a gang in that rundown building. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's people at the bike race with Barbara and Dick. Like, oh, who the are, bike race. Who Jeez. are clearly in that. The bike Yeah, you even forgot about that scene. Oh, man. there's so much that happens uh, in this The movie. pod racing equivalent scene in Batman and Robin. Um, so, yeah. So there's definitely gangs. But then whenever they're in like an, a kind of a nice area, like where the galas are and where the yeah. rich people are, it seems like there is no crime. Like that's where the cops are putting all their people. That's where they cleaned up everything. And then kind of the rest of Gotham just seems to, seems to be eating itself. And then there's like certain areas with a lot of police that like the, cr- the mm. criminals don't go into. Mm. That's kind of how I always figured it. And like Batman, I think is supposed to be patrolling the less good areas to try to clean those the up. Parts that like, are the cops won't go in there. Mm. Yeah. But. Not in this movie, but in other movies. Oh, uh, yeah. You know what? When, and I know this is completely off of what we, off topic of what we were just talking about, but the scene where uh, Poison Ivy kisses Robin and he peels the plastic <laughs> off of his lips, I was, the rubber off of his lips, I was losing my mind. So I was like, you you really rolled the dice with that one. You assumed that you knew exactly how the science of this woman's superpowers right. worked. It's not breath. It's not anything else but the touch of a lips. And boy, Only howdy, that. do I did hope we covered in, my lips. Did you spit in my mouth a little bit? Yeah, like, oh, shit. Like, what if you kiss with tongue? Yes. Yeah, like, did, that did scene, have, I'm like, oh, my God. No. Did you have a rubber on your tongue, Robin? Yeah. Did you, yeah. <laughs> did, were you uh, using hey, a uh, dental uh, dam, Robin? Oh, hey, person, I did. It's <laughs> Me, Robin, nothing wrong at all. Tell Come me, tell me your plan first, <laughs> and then let's have a smooth <laughs> rip. Ha I had a yeah, uh, I, wax I, tongue, everybody. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. <laughs> you fooled me. Yeah, she, although I have to say, whenever he takes them off, I'm always like, man, those were some real skinny rubber lips. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. Like, that man is... does have some innovative technology. Yeah. <laughs> but that could better go to fight climate change. But I think, I think that. <laughs> the, how, how, about the, how about instead of the bat man or the bat lips <laughs> or whatever you label them, let's get a bat uh, carbon absorption system going. He could do it, no problem. He could, yeah. absolutely. To go back to maybe Batman being a dick, though. I feel like that's one of the ones where he's like, I'll just send Robin to find yes. out to find out her plan and we'll maybe he'll live. Yeah. Yeah. It's like this kid's been bothering me about this woman for so long. <laughs> have her. Go have her, Robin. Find out her plan first and then fine. Just kiss her. I don't yeah. give a shit. Yeah. I'll play with your life. I don't care. <laughs> he does it. <laughs> Fucking Batman, bitch. Yeah, he'll yeah. play with Robin's life. He has no idea what Barbara's training is, but he's like, I guess you're Batgirl now. I, I guess you're you, on the team. You're, you should be in school. But yeah. Okay. Do you guys notice, I feel like this is, um, I don't know what the math is on it, but if you did the amount of screen time that Batman's on screen, i got to say this is probably the most disproportionate movie of any of the Batmans. Mm. I think we see Batman less in this movie than any other one. There's so many scenes that he's just not in. That's actually pretty fair. Yeah, there's it's a lot of Alfred. Like, there's a lot of bad guys. It's there's a lot mostly of, bad guys. There's a lot of Barbara and Dick yeah. without Batman there. Yeah, I think they looked at Clooney. They were like, mm, nope, <laughs> we're cutting a couple scenes. <laughs> I don't know if they cut them or just didn't have them. Yeah. I, think, I feel like the villains are kind of the leads of both of these bad Batmans. Mm-hmm. I think so. I absolutely. I, I mean, Schwarzenegger yeah. even has first billing. He does, which mm-hmm. is actually surprised me. I mean, he is like the highest paid movie star in the world. At yeah. That point, but yeah. Like, it was 94. The only thing Clooney had done was ER. 
I he lo- wasn't getting billing over Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. And he just never learned another accent. <laughs> he was just like, oh, Schwarzenegger. I mean, this is what it is. <laughs> I'm going to give Arnold Schwarzenegger every credit that he is due. He is a man who didn't speak English and became the highest grossing movie star in history. Oh, yeah. He Bill Burr has a whole bit he about this. He married a Kennedy <laughs> yeah. and then became a governor of a country. He, like, it's, he is the immigrant he is, dream. He has yeah. accomplished a hell of a lot. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's the American dream of like what Mr. you're supposed to. Mr. Universe on top of that, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. many things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so many just like classic movies too. He probably has a dream board. How thought? I love <laughs> how <laughs> that's how Arnold Schwarzenegger accomplished things. Now another thing about Ivy, Poison okay. Ivy. Yeah. Um, so we talk about how she goes to Bruce very con- very kindly at his press conference. It was like, mm. this is how we can save the world. And then her next move is to like get some money, I guess, for whatever she wants to do next. So she goes to rob the gala in a very nonviolent way. She's like, yeah, I yeah. was, was going to ask, what is her plot there? Like what? I think her plot there was to get close to Batman and Robin to maybe then kill them later. Cause oh, she because she needed to dose the, them with pheromones. And they're the, yeah, as she says, they're the militant wing of the mammal. Uh, Ooh, look who also watched the movie a lot. <laughs> uh, no, I was just, I think I pegged that. I the amount of this. sexual innuendo in this movie is insane, especially this scene. Oh, yeah, it's a little uncomfortable. Do you like to tend my garden? <laughs> Stuff yeah. like that, you know what I mean? She has a garden need pruning. Yeah, 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 that's it. That's the line I was thinking I of. I mean, yeah. and that's a, that's a tough thing to, to, to balance in this because Poison Ivy is, is intrinsically a sexual character. Mm-hmm. Like that's her, like she's a seductress uh, kind yeah, of. Kind of like a siren. She exactly. Lures you to, she lures she, you to your death. And kisses. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's got to be there as part of her character. But contrasting with this is a cartoon, it's so weird. And it's, it's weird. And also like if you are that sexy, I don't think you need like sexual lines no like we that? get it yeah. we got it like, yeah <laughs> they were already pretty enthralled before you talked about pruning your garden yeah yeah i will say one thing that bothered me about that uh uh, uh bachelorette auction though is that it starts off and there's all these men in the audience be like i pledge like uh like uh, two thousand for and they're all named after flowers for like orchid and someone's like oh i'll pledge this for a tulip or whatever it is and it like they're all bidding on different things at the same time it drove me absolutely nuts because that's not how auctions work it's a very disorganized auction (laughs) (laughs) like someone's being like sorry you bid what for who no no signs no no. auctioneer now my absolute favorite thing about that scene is when the sexy music kicks in and it takes her a good two minutes to take off that gorilla costume yes the gorilla strip (laughs) that is my favorite scene I laugh so hard everyone's looking there's sexy music playing and a very comical gorilla costume which isn't like sexy or tight like a giant man could be in there is dancing and is in there because Bane is dressed as Bane's one, in one of them. <laughs> Bane's in one of them and they look the exact same and they're watching this sexy gorilla dance and she takes off like one glove and like maybe she's hot that's a hand okay then the second glove comes off and then literally like it takes two minutes for the whole costume to come off to be like okay it is a sexy woman all right wow this was a real long build yeah and okay here's another weird thing about poison eye for me because i remember watching this as like a young kid or like you know around that age and i was like "Ooh, uma thurman holy shit like you know she looks great uh except like when I rewatched this, I was like, mm, "These no. costumes don't do doesn't, it for doesn't me." Doesn't do it for me. Like, like there is a sexy version of Poison Ivy, mm. 
Uh, I don't think that person's reason, Uma Thurman, though. You need to be, in my mind, and I, maybe I'm just... Oh, yeah. I was like, wait, that actress was Uma Thurman, right? Yes, 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 yes. yes. Uh, I, I prefer... Uh, why are you so why are you so thin? <laughs> like why you know what I mean? In my mind, and I get it because oh, like yeah, I guess you're actually. poison ivy and you're supposed you know what I mean? Maybe it's like you're more like a plant like you're tall, you're you're mm-hmm. thick, you're maybe it is supposed to be kind of like that. But in my mind, this was supposed to be one of the sexiest villains, right? Mm-hmm. And use her sex and that's what she's trying to do. She's she like a, her like sexy pet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be, in my mind, a pinup. And I'm like, Uma Thurman, and I think she's a beautiful woman. Okay. I think her face is gorgeous. She has no no ass. This woman has no ass. Okay. How do you justify to me <laughs> that this is supposed to be the sexiest woman ever with no ass? And and a lot of the costumes too, like they just looked cheap and weird. Like like there was like this weird like kind of tight, I don't know, plastic fake leather stuff, and mm. it would like wrinkle weird on her. Which is like you were I, looking at the details, huh? Well, no, because because it fascinated me because I was just like, oh, like here's the thing, Uma Thurman. I remember wanting to go see. You remember the Avengers? The the oh yeah, yeah. the not Marvel the Avengers. not Marvel yeah. Avengers that came out, which is a movie that makes absolutely no sense. But Bonkers. I remember like th- in around the same time, couple years either way, and I was like, oh, Uma Thurman in like a tight, uh, like uh, you know, bodysuit or like riding a motorcycle. I was like, oh, I want I want to see that movie for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, I thought I felt the same way about this movie, but then I was like, these costumes kind of, yeah, I don't, I don't think they her. do it for, yeah, the yeah. costumes, the costumes are very bad, which is so wild because everyone else's costume is so expensive. Hers are very cheap. They're just as like, I've done some cosplays and that's a very cheap material. And what I really love is when like, I follow like professional cosplayers on Twitter who are like, this is my poison Ivy costume. It costs a hundred dollars, but I'm like, it looks so much better than mm. everything Batman yeah. and Robin yeah. did. Like, what I'm talking there's about. detailing, there's like, it's plant-based. It, it's plant-based, <laughs> it's not just green. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. there's like actual like vines wrapped around them, but it like looks like Like crawling organic. up the arms and like, yeah, yeah. kind of that whole thing. Yeah. yeah, she she's just a woman who wears green bodysuits yeah. and they don't look good. One detail I did like about her costume though, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure if this was intentional or not, but as the movie progresses, she progresses through the seasons. What? Yeah. What? You didn't know that? You didn't oh. know that? Oh, <laughs> so guys, like she, bear witness. She, There's <laughs> always something to learn in she, Batman and Robin. Yeah, so she starts, and she's like, when we first see her, she's green, mm-hmm. right? And even her eye mask thing is like very, very green. A couple scenes later, when we see her, her eyes thing has started to turn like a little yellow. And then in the final I... scene where she's fighting Batgirl, it's all red leaves and she, like big red hair. Whoa. So she's gone through like she's gone through. Uh, th- and this is, by the way, a subtle that this movie has no <laughs> business on it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, like if, 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 if you told me that like Christopher Nolan was like, yes, we wanted to uh, have a metaphor for her, uh, the birth of spring through to uh, winter and, uh, and his re- ultimate demise at the hands of Mr. Freeze. As she is reborn at the beginning of right, this film, exactly. she will die in the winter her, of Mr. Freeze. He said, yeah, uh, this movie has no <laughs> way to claim that metaphor whatsoever. They didn't, they didn't. I think a, I think a very good um, uh, set dresser came up with that. Didn't tell anybody, and they're like, "Why is she dressed in red in this scene?" You're like, "Don't worry about it." Yeah, <laughs> this is 
my secret good deed for this uh, film. Yeah. <laughs> well, there wasn't a lot of subtleties exactly. to this movie, certainly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Thank you. Oh, wow. More I things to enjoy. I literally can't believe you just taught Diana something about this movie. I, like, I'm blown I am away. Frankly, I am frankly surprised as well. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I will say as many times I've seen this, even myself, I discover new things. Like this time watching it, I was just like, wow, there are a lot of bathrobes in this movie. <laughs> Bathrobes. There are a every, lot of bathrobes. Every oh, because Mr. Freeze yeah. shows up in a bathrobe. Mr. Freeze wears one. Everyone at Wayne Manor is always in a bathrobe. It's so Barbara wears one. Alfred wears one. Dick wears one. Bruce wears one. I'm like, you're a billionaire. And you're like, cat. just everyone has a bathrobe on. No one owns an actual outfit in this entire movie. That's it's so interesting. Weird. I've never and, thought of that. Although I, think, I do like the scene with Freeze where he's watching Mr. Snow. And he's making his henchmen sing. <laughs> so good. And they're eating frozen TV dinners that yes. have not been cooked. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I'm Mr. Ice Christmas. Yeah, that is a weird interpretation of Mr. Freeze because he's supposed to not have any emotions. Is that oh, his? Oh, I, I like him with a bit. Of, I like that he's kind of funny and he's got, yeah, I, like I mean, him like that. Arnold Schwarzenegger is, seems like he's having a real good time. Arnold Schwarzenegger is having a good time, but it is like, it doesn't match the script though. Cause a lot of times he's like, my icy heart can't be penetrated. I'm like, you're having a really good time over there singing Mr. <laughs> Mr. White Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, You've got joy in your soul, man. I don't think you lay into puns that hard if you don't care. No, about, it's like, pun city. This whole movie's pun oh God. city. I yeah. wrote, Sorry, go ahead. Well, I just have to counterpoint that almost none of these are puns. <laughs> <laughs> what? Ah, uh, true. Everyone always talks about the Mr. Freeze puns, and I'm like, name one pun that he said. Let's can- kick some ice. Is that uh, close? That's that a pun, isn't it? That was the closest it? one. But what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age is just a debatable scientific fact. Absolutely not yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> it was it, debatable. It, it, debatable, it, Craig. It was a meteorite uh, that struck in uh, Mexico and wiped them out 65 million years ago. And the, uh, we survived the last Ice Age. Okay, well then he's wrong, but still there, not a pun. That's another thing I wrote um, down. Yeah, Revenge is a be- disaster of cold. Not a pun. Uh, but also the way he said it made so get your Sunday best on because we're about to have a feast like that's the entire line where I go what what did you just say I mean I stopped and I was like I I wrote it down and I was like I guess in theory on paper this makes sense like Sunday like D-A-E yeah no like like Sunday (laughs) like like Sunday like an ice cream sundae? Well, I broke it down, and it was like, uh, revenge is a dish best served ice cold, so put on your Sunday best because we're about to have a feast. Is, like, you can, you have to do, like, that, that like, connect the dot mm. thread sort of thing, where it's like, the okay, feast reven- of revenge. Feast is revenge, so we're eating a, mm-hmm. a meal, uh, so you eat a big meal on Sundays after church, yeah. so you dress good, and then, like, it's a big dish of revenge. But it makes no sense as a line of dialogue. No, it's not mm. a snappy villain line. But, yeah, other... They say a lot of hanging out. Oh, it's just hanging out, because <laughs> I'm literally hanging. <laughs> yeah, like, he says things like, the Iceman cometh, everything freezes. That's not a pun. That's not even no, no, true. No, no, that's not, yeah. <laughs> Again, yeah. not factually accurate. <laughs> oh, no, I just meant the movie as a whole. I didn't find that any specific character 
was specifically punny. I just found this movie had more puns than I had seen in a movie. A before. lot of wordplay. Anyway. A lot of wordplay. Yeah, wordplay word play. at least. Like, oh, is your thumb the only thing that's green? Oh, blah, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When, yeah they, right? when they're when they kind of out of it for a bit and they're mm-hmm. like, we were fighting over. That's weird. Nice stems, though. Good buds, too. I'm like, yeah. 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 This is wordplay I don't need when you're not under mind control. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, you just admitted you're just, like out of it and now you're just being gross. Thanks, guys. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, heroes of my film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was really, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I wanted more. Like, you know what I mean? Because there's a moment where if you flip and it's too, it, it, it's so much, then it gets really good because you're like, I'm just living for this now. I'm just waiting for the next one to drop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're definitely, I think what you said earlier is actually right. Where like, if it was an hour and a half, this yes. movie might be much more palatable. Yes. I think so. Because it was weirdly put to me where I'm like, like we it's it's supposed to be cartoony and it's geared towards children buying toys but it's also oddly sexual at the same time and it's weirdly long it's too long for what the we could have removed some of these plot lines i think we could have taken out uh the whole alfred daughter thing or not daughter yeah i don't think we need i don't i think if you would remove that from this movie and not that it, I, I don't think it was a terrible plot point or anything like that. I just think it would have made the movie short enough that I would have been like, oh, that wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah, like you don't need Batman and you don't need Batgirl to come in to resolve the conflict between Batman and Robin. Like in terms no. of them not trusting each other or not being family. And that's or, never really even resolved. No, anyway. no, I don't no it's not. Really, the only reason to have Batgirl is you don't want to beat up a woman. So you're like, uh, hey, go fight Poison Ivy for us. We don't want to punch him with Thurman. Right. Of to, course that's why that happened. It yeah. seems to me to be the only reason to have Batgirl Shit. there. But also this movie's called Batman and Robin. So maybe you don't need Batgirl. No, She's not in I the don't title. Think so. And yeah, they she eats were, up a lot of time. Like we said, like the motorcycle part, what's that for? Who asked for this? I mean, in, in theory, I can get behind a scene in a Batman movie where Batgirl and Robin race motorcycles. Like, that's mm. not so oh, like, yeah. not part of their characters mm. that, like, I would I would object to it. But again, on a movie that's two hours long, you know, I guess that shows that Batgirl can kind of take care of herself and like yeah, but, but it like, doesn't go into the plot at all. No, like if they're chasing bad guys on motorcycles or she's uh, trying to stop exactly. a crime instead of just being like, I just like to race in a fast and furious style. Like everything in this movie, there was a better way to do it. Well, I just think for me, the point is, is that when I was watching this movie, I found, even if you don't agree with the villains, I found them, you could connect with them emotionally more easily, which is insane because they were so outrageous. And over the top, yeah. But you were like, but I understand your motivation so much more than anybody else in this movie. Yeah, none of the heroes get as nearly as much to do. Like, no. why does why does Barbara want to be Batgirl? Why does Robin even care? Like, yeah. But the villains, you're like, no, I know why they're both doing everything they do. Yeah, I've got backstory context. Like there's even kind of a, like a very nice moment, like a genuine, actual nice moment when Batman convinces Dr. Freeze to save Alfred. And he does. Yes. Yeah. Mr. Freeze like gives him the cure and he's like, Oh, you're right. I will be a good man. And I'm going (laughs) to save your, your, your dad Butler. Your dad Butler. (laughs) Your dad Butler. (laughs) He's his dad Butler. He's his dad Butler. You're right. Um, So yeah, Mr. Freeze is the one who saves Alfred at the end of the day. Yeah. Redeemable. Yes, absolutely. And yeah, you can just attach yourself so much easier to those characters, I find, because they give us like no context, very little context, backstory, anything for the supposed heroes of this movie. Mm -hmm. 
And yeah, the motivation is all is all villain. Yeah. So let me ask you this, because I'm curious. If you can recast this movie, we're gonna redo a Batman movie. Okay. Who's your Mr. Freeze? Who's your Poison Ivy? Oh, oh shit. Because I think for me, I, I think I'm going to go Poison Ivy. I'm going to throw out an Emma Stone. Mm, that's going to be a pass for me. I'm that's going to be a pass for me. She's kind of like She's too cute. quirky. Too yeah, cute. she's too quirky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's Not too sexy. cute. Mm-mm-mm. Or Eva Green. Ooh, I'm going to upgrade Eva to Eva Green. Green. Who's Eva Green? Uh, uh, Casino Royale. Um, Kiki Blinders 2, I believe. Um, right? Oh. Oh, no, she's also Penny Dreadful. Penny Dreadful. That's the one I meant. It's Eva yes. Green. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who's my sexy lady? Oh, that's such a how how do I narrow down the list of hundreds? Okay, 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 okay. Now, Mr. Freeze, let's see. I think I want more of the classic Batman animated series. Guy, maybe like Vin Diesel. (laughs) (laughs) Just an emotionalist. He's emotionless and he's bald, but he also loves his wife. I can see it. No, no, no. I know who I want. I want um, uh, Statham. You want Statham? Yeah, I want okay, Statham. Statham. I would love to see Statham do a really over the top. Over like, the top though? Because I'm super, talking, I think. No, no, no. I want him over the top. You want that, him over I the would top. cast him and be like, I want you to go nuts. Like, I just want you to go bananas on this film. Because he can be really funny. Oh, I love Statham. Yeah, he like he's got really great. Like, he can slide in there and you think he's all serious and he can really catch a good line. True. Like, he was great in Spy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. I think Hobbs you ham it up. very funny. What's that? Hobbs and Shaw is also very funny. Oh, I haven't watched that one. Yeah, but he's somebody where I'm like, I want to watch you ham mm-hmm. up this character. I think it'd be great. Just trying to think of who my hot poison ivy is. I know it's too hard. I feel like as a it's too like hard to narrow I, down I feel hot like ladies. Everyone I would pick has already been like cast as a superhero. I'm like Same. maybe Gal Gadot, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Okay, yeah, and I'm thinking more like grounded, mm. like you know, like what I mean? Sienna Miller. Yeah, Blake Lively. Blake Lively. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a hard. I don't. If, like... she, if she was a better actress, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I've seen yeah. Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she's a hot lady, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know if she'd be my pick. Yeah. Am I making a good movie? Oh, yes. yeah. That's yeah. We're making a good movie. We're making yeah. a good movie. We're, we're, this is the redemption song. I know you don't mm-hmm. think that this movie needs redemption. But I love um, this movie. Yeah, I, I think, yeah. I'm trying to think who I'd come up with, Mr. Freeze. I'm coming up blank, too. Because I want the more, like, Batman the Animated Series. Like, not necessarily a big jacked guy. Just someone who looks... I mean, Bruce Willis could actually probably pull it off. Bruce Willis is Mr. Freeze. I don't know if I'd believe he was a scientist. <laughs> uh, excellent point. Excellent you have point. to have a level of intelligence yeah. in your performance uh, yeah, as yeah. well. Uh, yeah. Now, I would like to close off with one thing that I do want to say about these movies, which is uh, stolen from a YouTube YouTuber I like. His name's Patrick Williams. And I liked him before he made this video, but he made a movie defending the forever and the Batman and Robin movies. And the point he made was that they were ahead of their time and people weren't ready for them. Okay, tough sell. Hear me out. (laughs) Hear me out. Hey, we're all about contrary opinions on the villains, right? Um, Because the only movies that were out by this time were the two uh, Burton ones. So Batman, Batman Returns, and then you get these two. Mm -hmm. So we didn't have like a lot of Batman content yet. So people didn't want quirky, fun Batman yet. They were like, we still want the Burton ones. I think if these movies came out after Burton, Nolan, Ben Affleck's version, and we're like, we're making a fun Batman. I feel like people would be like, oh, that'd be fun. Like Lego Batman, but live action. Like, oh, yeah. a fun Batman. So I kind of feel like we weren't ready for them. 
I, yeah, I would agree to that. I think you're mm. right. Like, if you came up with a fun Batman now, it would skew a little better. But again, it's... But now I, if you come up with a fun Batman, people are just going to be like, oh, like Batman and Robin. Right. And yeah. so it's going to be bad. Well, and I mean, Lord and Miller, if you did... Lord and Miller, if they did Batman and Robin, that would have been a fun Batman movie. But they didn't. It was Joel Schumacher. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. it's it, like this is a movie that like aspires to be something, mm. and I just feel missed. So like, I, I will agree with you on the fun part, and I don't think Batman can't be fun. But like, just the way that they tried to make it fun doesn't work and wasn't fun to me. Yeah, Even, I still maintain it should be an hour and a half. Yep. I can get behind that. If it was an hour and a half, I think I could really get behind it. You know what I mean? Theatrical hour and a half. Special mm-hmm. director's release of two hours for me. Yes. <laughs> for one Just singular a, person. A lot more wet Robin <laughs> content. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Oh, my God. More wet Robin. <laughs> oh, God. I opened a window. Uh, <laughs> Robin, why are you showering with your uniform on? I don't uh, know. <laughs> it, doesn't, but, it seems counterproductive, doesn't it? Yeah, guys. This is what <laughs> slow pan. Uh, <laughs> this is what Diana wanted. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and you guys should tweet at us your uh, your suggestions. Your yeah, recast. who do you think? Yeah, who do you yeah. think would be recast in this? I'd love to hear some new idea. I want to hear what you guys think about this because uh, I just love putting other actors into oh my god okay this is, has nothing to do with anything but it's one of my favorite things i've ever heard somebody say on stage because <laughs> it was so i was like this is the hackiest joke i've ever heard but he was so into it and was like so like this is the best joke i've ever told i died it was so funny this guy goes he goes uh guys i was thinking the other day he goes what if, uh, of course, it's Christopher Walken. He goes, what if Christopher Walken was uh, was put in the movie Twilight? He goes, I think it'd sound a little something like this. And then he does, I can't do it, but yeah. he goes, uh, my name is Edward Cullen. <laughs> But I'm so sad. They should call me Edward Sullen. <laughs> and I fucking lost my mind. I was just like, that's the fucking, that's, that's the funniest a, that's thing I've ever heard. Batman and Robin level wordplay. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. I like that he went for a pun and added the extra yes. level of it's Christopher Walken though. Like I wrote a pun and it wasn't funny enough. So Christopher Walken saying it. But yeah. I know how to do this voice, so I'm gonna try it. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's my fucking favorite. And that's how, that's how you do a movie like Batman and Robin. You yeah. have a bad pun. You say it in a quirky voice of some kind of 1920s movie star like mm-hmm. Uma Thurman's doing in this. Yes. <laughs> and then you're set. Yeah, I think it's good. Anything <laughs> else we want to... I think we covered it uh, all De- off on this. Uh, we're going to defer to Diana here and make sure she didn't have any extra um, points she wanted to make? Not about the villains. The last thing that I absolutely loved was that if you checked on when Barbara was breaking into Alfred's CD, the file mm-hmm. was called Alfred's CD. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Also, who makes a three-letter password? Peg. <laughs> like, I get that you want her to get into it, but if this gets into anybody else's hands. I like, also love that she was going to computer sciences school, and her breaking into the disc was just guessing the pass- password. We talked about that Ooh, in Let our me look around the room for clues. <laughs> Someday I want to see a movie version of that where it's like, hmm, I wonder what the password is. And they're like looking around, they're like, Spider-Man? No. And they're like, thermostat? No. And then there's just like a like 20 digit random numbers. (laughs) (laughs) WR underscore exclamation mark CP nine, eight, four, eight, three, seven, eight, four, two, one. That's the real 
National Lampoon shit. I love it. Yes. Craig, we're writing that movie. Oh, uh, yeah. Absolutely. We're writing that movie. <laughs> or I would like to see like, a movie. Like, well framed and everything. Yes, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right above the door frame. Yeah. <laughs> Or how about a movie where someone who knows computer sciences just opens a disk not using a password? It's like, oh, I'll just like go into like the root file and do do do. Yeah, or even just like a hand away, like yeah, there's a well-known security flaw in this program there's that they a, haven't covered there's yet. There's a backdoor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Oh my god. So that's that's, uh, that's about it. Yeah, that's good. Uh, so oh yeah, I think it's time to give our definitive rankings oh, yeah. of how good yes. the villains are. Uh, well, no matter how. F- few puns are in here. I did a pun scale. I don't care. I'm sticking to it. There's at least a couple. There's certainly a few. But most of them are just the word cult. Wordplay, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's the word cult. Always winterize your pipes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not a pun. Yeah, no, definitely not. Just good advice, actually. Yeah, just (laughs) take that home. Uh, So I've got, uh, on the pun scale, I've got uh, from a joke your least favorite co-worker told, to um, uh, listening to a prop comic, I have um, attending an all-dad picnic. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are uh, The puns in this movie are the most evil thing in here, and there's too many of them. <laughs> okay. That's my takeaway. What do you got? Uh, I got one for Freeze and Ivy. Cool. And I used a doctor scale for both of them because they are both doctors. Well-educated oh, villains. smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so for Dr. Freeze, I have from Dr. House from the show House. To Dr. Doom, he's Dr. Seuss, because he loves wordplay. Okay. <laughs> wow, yeah. Good one, yeah. Uh, and for Ivy, from Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman, to Dr. Moreau, he's the guy who made like humans and animals into the Dr. same Moreau. thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give her a Dr. Evil, because she probably just wants sharks with lasers on their heads. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. She wants nature to fight back. Yeah. Sharks with lasers. Sharks with lasers. That's so funny. I get it. So I did the uh, I did poison ivy. So I'm gonna do the poison scale. Ah. Uh, so on a uh, on the uh, on on the scale of food poisoning, uh, you know, kind of mild. You know, awesome. we've all been there. To uh, being poisoned by polonium. I don't know if you remember that uh, one Russian journalist who died of like a very rare uh, radioactive element that's only from one nuclear reactor in Russia. (laughs) That's a real thing that happened. Anyway, there's a whole documentary, Poison by Polonium. Real, real bad way to go. Anyway, this episode brought to you by Poison My Polonium. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give uh, I'm gonna give Poison Ivy a solid uh, carbon monoxide poisoning because uh, uh, you know you're gonna go a little crazy before uh, she kills you. Uh, you know, with the pheromones and all that. But uh, wouldn't be a problem if you weren't burning so many fossil fuels. Ah, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Oh, there's a moral in the scale. Yeah, I try, I try. Uh, yeah. So uh, before we get to our heroes and villains of the week, where we describe the people who have inspired and disappointed us in our personal lives. A couple ways uh, you can help out the podcast. Uh, please like and subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts if you could leave us a one-sentence review. Always oh, hugely uh-huh. helpful. Yum, 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 yum. A lot of you guys have been doing that. We really appreciate it. really helps us out hugely. Uh, you can also follow us at VWR Podcast on Twitter. Email us at villainwasright at gmail.com and like our Facebook page, Villain Was Right. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, if you got a couple bucks that you want to throw the podcast to maybe help us out with production costs, uh, record and that sort of thing. Uh, we are on Patreon, so head on over to patreon.com slash thevillainwasright. Uh, we've got a bunch of different tiers uh, ranging from... Uh, uh, we'll, we'll recommend a place where you can get a hammock in your hometown, uh, all the way up to uh, bonus episodes, uh, audience 
iTunes choice uh, episode votes and uh, early release episodes. So if that sounds like something you're into, uh, head on over there. But if not, uh, thank you so much for listening anyway. You yeah. you are doing uh, you're doing the best. Uh, you're doing we the love best. <laughs> you're, I was going to say you're doing great work. You're doing great work. Keep it up. Yes. You're the best. Uh, yeah, that's it. So uh, now it's time got? for Heroes, Heroes and, and villains. villains. I'm going light this week. I just honestly just watching this movie made me feel like uh you know when you get that like nerdy nostalgia a little bit okay i was worried like, you were gonna make the villain the, this movie the villain oh no 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 it's like uh here i've just been like nerding out all week i've had like the greatest nerd week where i bought pokemon ah. locked myself in a room downloaded disney plus binged on old shows and played pokemon like i was in a goddamn time machine i just i'm honestly it's it's so late but i've just been having the best time being a nerd lately i don't know if that makes any sense i got a, it i got a new D group i'm <gasps> so excited it's uh i've got it's me a couple of comics right. finding a good D group is hard okay oh, it's hard to find imagine. a nice you gotta it's, bond well and together it's schedules and it's it's schedules and it, but it's also uh, I don't know. Have you ever played D and D? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, there's a certain level of actually like vulnerability to it because you're supposed to be role playing. Like you're supposed to throw yourself into it a little bit. So it sometimes can be a little jarring with people that you're uncomfortable with because you're like, oh well, I don't want to like do a voice or I don't want to be weird or I don't whatever. And these guys are so into it that oh, they're just great. like, I don't care. And I know this is such a so small side thing, but if you play D and D, this is so great. One of our care, one of the characters, his whole thing is based off of that he's never been punched out. Like it's our first game, right? It's our <laughs> first game where uh, we come in. He's a fighter. Uh, he's he's lost every fight he's ever had, but his claim to fame is that he's never been knocked out. Right? <laughs> That's his whole thing. Okay? I, I just love it's where his this is going. whole thing. So this is the first game we're playing. <laughs> I, this is my fa I don't think I've ever, I we first of all we laugh for four hours like I just don't think I've ever laughed so hard like just front to back but the last thing that happens in our game okay the la the very last thing that happens <laughs> is he goes we meet we meet a new group of people they like us because I just murdered a man. <laughs> I murdered a racist oh, nice. and he didn't, the dungeon master didn't think I was going to do that. And he's like, you don't understand how important this character was for the rest. <laughs> he's like, I have to go home and rewrite everything because you killed this guy. Uh, well, don't make him racist next time. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to kill some racist. He's like, I just what didn't. What class think are you? Yeah. Racist killer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm chaotic, I'm man. Did you not read? <laughs> I'm crazy. Uh, yeah, so, so <laughs> it's the last thing we're going to do. This is the last. We're talking to these people, and then we're going to wrap the game, and we're out for the day. And he goes, I challenged this man to hit me. <laughs> and the Dungeon oh, Master no. goes, what? And he goes, I challenge him to hit me. And then the... <laughs> the DM rolls a nat 20 <laughs> knocks this guy out and we all lose our fucking minds man that is the, oh, that's the end of the campaign that's the, no no it's not the it was just the, the end, end of, of the, that session oh. so now this guy's got it and he's so excited because he's like I've built my whole character around this and now this man's moral has been shattered that's amazing though that's like, actually a fantastic character stoked now because he's like this is such a better character now because he's fucked up <laughs> and, and like just yeah having to like I'm the guy who only got knocked out once <laughs> Just, and just as the game goes on, that number just, just keeps going up and up. I haven't been knocked out 
a ton of times. Oh, <laughs> it dude. starts to be like uh, that sign at workplaces, like, yeah. I haven't been knocked out for, for two, two days. days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that uh, sounds like a fun game. It was the best. I haven't laughed so hard. Anyway, but that's just a great my, hero, though. My hero's just nerdiness, and uh, I've just been having a great nerdy that's time. so refreshing. <laughs> I love it. That. that was so fun and, and lighthearted. Yeah. Yeah. Dana, what do you got? I have a villain. Um, a lighthearted villain, but a villain to me nonetheless. Uh, my villain is Brian Michael Bendis. He is a comic book writer. Um, he's actually a, a very good comic writer, and I mostly like him. Um, he's actually the co-creator of Miles Morales, the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Oh, cool. Um, so he's a cool guy, but he is my villain this week because he is currently writing Young Justice. And my f- it's about this is about Robin. It's going to be shocking. <laughs> <laughs> so it's shockingly about a Robin upset. Um, so my favorite Robin is Tim Drake. He's the third Robin. He's been Robin since like the late 80s. Um, but all the Robins change their name every now and then. Sometimes he's Red Robin, sometimes he's other kind of Robins. So Brian Michael Bendis recently changed Tim Drake's name, and he's not Robin anymore. And Tim Drake's new superhero identity is Drake. No! <laughs> As in the duck. No. Okay. But that's also the character's real last name, and his identity is a secret. But also that's a rapper. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a bad. Yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, that, that's a bad call. That's like I'm a, call Batman, a bad call. If Batman changed his name to like Jay Z, yeah. like, <laughs> you can't call yourself a famous rapper. That's already taken. <laughs> or the joke would be like, "Hello, have you seen my Wu Tang Clan?" <laughs> <laughs> so there's so many reasons it's bad. It's a duck, not scary. It's his real name. It's a rapper, and everyone online is making fun of my favorite Robin, and I'm very upset about it. And Brian Michael Bendis should know better, and I'm mad. And he's also said that Tim is his favorite Robin, so I'm very disappointed in you, Brian Michael Bendis. If you're listening, change if, your shit. <laughs> if you are listening, thank I'm you upset. so much. Thank you. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a good Can you point, imagine he, he like he gets it? He's like, oh, this looks like pretty. Oh, I'm mad they're talking about Batman and Robin. I like that. I like and then Robin. he gets to the end. He's like. Go. <laughs> he knows what he did. Yeah, I'm not the first person to point out this is a bad <laughs> name. So he's my villain, but if, maybe he'll fix it. He's also still a good writer, though. So that's fantastic. Annoying. <laughs> that's uh, annoying. Uh, my villain is kind of my own brain slash Batman and Robin the movie uh, because <laughs> no. this is what this is what this movie did to me. Okay, so as I was watching it, I was just so overwhelmed with the stupidity of it <laughs> uh, that I was having. I was having. <laughs> I was Greg's too smart for this. I movie. was having a rough day watching this. Okay, like I like and and above and beyond having watched the movie, uh, you you all had days where like you forget how you spell common words or like for, oh, forget. Oh, don't your look pen. at my don't look at my notes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't so you like dare. I was trying I was trying to spell Saturday with an e like S A T E R D, and I was like, why doesn't that look right? And I couldn't get it. There's a bunch of different things. Uh, I, I couldn't. Oh, I, and I was tweeting out that we we're going to be doing the labyrinth in a couple weeks. And God damn it, can you spell that word for the life of me? <laughs> I couldn't even get it close enough. I was like, I know there's a Y in there, but it was just like I was doing that and then fucking up Saturday. And I was just like, I am forgetting people's names. Like I was, my mind was mush that day. And uh, and then later. I, I, I was getting a payment for something and I like went into the breakdown of like what I was getting paid for. And I'm sitting there looking at my screen and I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Like when I first opened it, this was like hundreds of dollars. And now I'm looking at it on my computer screen and it's like, it's 94. It's like, it's, it's two, it's not even a hundred bucks. It's like, it's like a two digit number. And I was like, oh. I remember that being three digits. 
that's insane. Like I, I swear, like it added up to mm-hmm. many hundreds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and okay. I'm looking at it, I'm like, that is two digits. And I turned to Kat and I was like, I'm, I'm going insane. <laughs> like this, I swear to God, that was, that was a three digit number. Like a second ago. And I turn back and I look at the screen and it's back to a three digit number again. And I go, this is like, I, I, it's switching on me. Like I'm not refreshing the page. It's like, it's like in my head. And then Kat turns to me and she goes, Craig, there's a piece of dirt on your screen. <laughs> and it, no, but here's what it did. It just, it just sat right at the top of a five. Yeah. And that dot made it look like it was the dollar sign. Yeah. So my mind interpreted it as instead of 594, it interpreted it as dollar sign 94. And so depending on like a How micron of a scroll, it was switching back and forth. And like half pointed that out, I was like, thank fucking God. <laughs> Because I like I was I was ready to walk into the sea. I was like I am. <laughs> My brain has am, betrayed me. Yeah, I was like I'm being gaslit. But I think if it's your own brain doing it to you, that's just insanity. Like I don't think your brain can gaslight you. I think that's just. And I was just like I was like I need to go to sleep. I need to go. So was this after you watched Batman and Robin? This was much after I watched mm. Batman and Robin. This did something bad to my brain. So that's my villain. Uh, it didn't put dirt on your screen. Yeah. No, that's true. <laughs> no, I did that. I did that myself. Yeah. Batman and Robin will not take credit for, for dirt on the screen. Oh, but I was, oh, the relief I felt when I wasn't going senile was absolutely fantastic. Um, but yeah, I think that does it for us. So, uh, Diana, where can people reach you? Uh, people can find me on Twitter at Words of Diana. If you want to hear me talk about more superhero movies, sometimes I'm a little bit more critical of on top of superheroes. <laughs> she actually has good opinions yeah. about superheroes. Don't it's, let this. It's just these two. <laughs> I thought she had good opinions No, she today. does. She does. She does. It's just good, these two good I'm weird about. Good taste good yeah. Um, yeah, so Talk From Superheroes available every week on the same network as these guys. Yeah. 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 Check it out if you haven't. And you can follow me at Rebecca Reads at anything of your choosing. Yeah, and uh, you can follow me, Craig Fay Comedy, on Facebook, Twitter, CraigFay.com for show dates. And uh, that's it. So next week, uh, yes, we are uh, continuing our sort of kind of uh, holiday-themed <laughs> thing where we're, we're uh, doing the holiday classic. Uh, Gremlins, everybody, coming up next week. Um, and uh, that has been us for the villains, right? Until next time, uh, reminding you to stay cool. <laughs> The Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Ivamy for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.